This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the omnibus spending package is ready for the president's signature. Veterans Affairs lays out its plans for closing some of its medical facilities. And the Air Force looks to give a nod to its service members who recently became parents. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Legislation to fund the federal government for the rest of 2022 is on its way to President Biden's desk. The Senate voted last night to approve a $1.5 trillion appropriations package. It includes increases for domestic agencies and defense spending, plus another $13.6 billion to aid Ukraine in its fight against the Russian invasion. The White House says the president looks forward to signing the omnibus bill. The Pentagon looks ahead to its 2023 budget request. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Defense Department Comptroller Mike McCord says artificial intelligence and microelectronics are key cross-cutting investments in the 2023 budget. But McCord says one of the top priorities for DOD in this budget cycle has been space-based capabilities. Space probably probably emerged in our internal reviews as the most important foundational area for everything that we're doing, everything that we, that we need to be doing, whether it's versus China versus Russia anybody else. The Biden administration is expected to unveil its 2023 budget request in the coming weeks. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. VA considers closing some medical facilities, but also building new ones. Here's Federal News Network story Heckman. The VA is looking to close three medical centers and restructure its real estate footprint across the country as part of a long-awaited plan mandated by Congress. The VA will release its recommendations for the Asset and Infrastructure Review Commission on Monday, a requirement under the 2018 Mission Act. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says the plans will improve the overall level of care veterans receive and will modernize the agency to reflect broader trends in health care. This is an investment in VA, not a retreat. It's a doubling down, a strengthening of our ability to deliver world-class health care. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Census Bureau says it came close but produced a slightly flawed population tally in the 2020 decennial count. Director Robert Santos says the count missed a small percentage of the populations it typically misses, African-American, Native Americans, and Hispanics. It overcounted non-Hispanic whites and Asians. As for the total population, Santos said a recent analysis shows a statistically zero error rate. He says the results are notable given the challenges from the pandemic. The Defense Department is not doing a good enough job tracking whether small business prime contractors are just acting as pass-throughs to large firms. The DOD Inspector General says for those set-aside contracts that have subcontracting limitations, DOD contracting officers are not documenting whether primes are adhering to the rules. The subcontracting limitation rule says small business prime contractors must not pay more than between 50 and 80 percent of the amount paid by the government to subcontractors. The IG says DOD cannot guarantee the small business programs are having the intended impact they were designed for. The Air Force wants more women in leadership roles, but it may be getting in its own way. 
The service is trying to do something about that. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. One pregnant enlisted airman recently wanted to join a program to become an officer, but she needed a waiver from the second highest civilian in the service. Air Force Undersecretary Gina Ortiz-Jones says that kind of bureaucracy is keeping women from succeeding in the military. She recently created a task force to look at what Air Force policies are discouraging women from climbing the ranks. The task force is asking service members to send in rules they find particularly prohibitive. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Airmen who are in dual military relationships will now have more time to decide if they want to stay in the service after having a child. The Air Force is giving either parent up to 12 months to request separation from the military after the birth or adoption of a child. The Air Force says the new policy reflects the service's commitment to building a better work-life balance. Federal employees will soon be able to obtain or update their personal identity verification cards at post offices outside the D.C. metro area. The General Services Administration and the Postal Service this summer are expanding the number of U.S. access credentialing sites at post offices to 22. The agencies made these services permanently available at seven D.C. area post offices last year after a pilot of the concept took off. The first wave of new sites to open at post offices include New York, Sacramento, Houston, Lakeland, Florida, and Fredericksburg, Virginia. And GSA offers a peek into how digital services have changed one year after the passage of the American Rescue Plan Act. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Congress backed up the Brinks truck to the General Services Administration as part of the American Rescue Plan Act and dumped $150 million into the Federal Citizen Services Fund. GSA says it's put the extra money to good use over the last year. For instance, the first cohort of 30 U.S. Digital Corps members will begin work in June. GSA received over 1,000 applications for this early career technology experts to work on modernizing and simplifying public services. It's also using some of the money to redesign USA.gov to become even more centralized and a streamlined portal. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.